Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Frank is alive for now. Michaela gets a blank check from her dad and Annalise has a bank account that is now empty. We are talking season six, episode five of How to Get Away with Murder right now. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz. <laughs> hey Woo! guys! What's up, everybody? We are back for another episode of How to Get Away with Murder. And I am already dying at you guys in the chat, like losing my mind. Right? You'll always give us the best stuff in chat. That's my favorite part of filming this, I think. It's gotta be. I'm so excited to get into this episode, April. Oh my gosh, so excited. Thank y'all so much for joining us, as always. Um, like she said, Elaine is in the chat, and we are gonna break everything down for y'all. Um, I'm April Wissenhan, joined by my lovely OG, A1 Day 1, Elena Finalon. Hello! And it's just the two of us today. Obviously, we're gonna miss Jamie and CJ so much, but make sure you show love to them in the chat or in the comments later on. But I think we have so much to cover. Dear God. I know. Seriously, though. What do you think of the episode? I thought it was excellent. I don't, I, I kind of didn't want it to end. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like the episode was so good. And then the way that it ended kind of just pissed me off. Like, <laughs> it gave us this blood trail and didn't show us who it led to. But did it show that it was leading up to, like, Asher and Gabriel's apartment, a.k.a. Wes's old apartment? It looked like that. It did. We don't know for sure, but it looked like it. I mean, who, but who died? Anybody could be there. Well, we know it's not Michaela or Connor at this point. We do. Way to use your clues, April. Right? We know it's not one of them. Um, I loved the episode, too. I At first, I was like, how do we, because there's so much happening, uh-huh. but this is the exact kind of episode that we needed where it's like a good filler episode where you see everybody. Everyone like, had Laurel, a story. Tonight. Everybody had a story. I think that's why it feels like it was so much, just because we weren't just dealing with like one major story. Yeah. Everyone's pieces were like circling around. I was like, wait a minute, slow down. It's like two seconds on one, two seconds on another. Wrap it all up then. Come back to it and. Yeah. I loved it though. Um, <laughs> we have so much for y'all. We have some great news and gossip as well, of our, as well as our special segment, and of course some predictions. So make sure you stay tuned for everything. Uh, we want to get started talking about Frank. I mean, this is some heavy stuff in the episode. Okay. He's being tortured. He's being tortured. I, I I like how they mixed it up a bit. I like how they were giving us real life what Frank is dealing with when it comes to his injuries. Right. And then giving us the flashbacks. Right. That was fun how they kept it balanced. But it wasn't fun when they made it seem like he was dead. No. I mean, like, okay, we so obviously we kind of knew from the preview last week that Frank was going to be alive. At least alive for now. Right, right. I say that specifically. Um, but, like, he's literally, like, present day, currently, he's in the bed. And I literally said to Elena while we were watching, I was like, there are no wounds on him. Mm-hmm. This is so weird. Obviously, we learned that he, like, got electrocuted. And that's some real torture. That's not, like... You know, April, it really got me thinking, though, like, who are you? Who, me? Yeah, you. Uh-huh. Because we're watching this show, and she's like, where's his wounds? Where's his wounds? And I'm like, girl. She's like, maybe he was electrocuted. And I'm like, okay. No, I didn't 
same. They had already said he was electrocuted. You're not. I was what like, I'm saying is, you're not to be trusted, and you probably are working for the Castillos. And I need to watch my back. Is what I'm saying. I mean, I did. Oh, there we go. I did always have an affinity for Jorge Castillo. So I'm happy I'm maybe. on this side of the table today. You never know. But <laughs> this whole. I mean, I'm in complete agreement with you, though. Like this whole back and forth. Is he dead? Is he not? He's like okay, but then he's coughing up blood. I mean, I'm happy that he's okay. He's able to like muster the word Laurel out. Um, obviously, we know he's being tortured by Xavier. Um, but I just, why? Okay. I was going to say, you asked me a really good question while yeah. we were watching the show. And you were you were like, well, if Xavier wants to find Laurel, why is he, why is he torturing Frank to do that? Right. Why is he? I mean, and, and that's a great question. And if you have any theory and you're in the chat room, just go ahead and leave your thoughts. I do yes. have it up and we'll call out um, some of them. But I don't know. I don't know why Xavier chose to beat Frank. Right. Until Frank said, yes, I will find Laura. Like, I, there obviously is something on the other side of it. He has motive for wanting Frank to do it. Yeah. Maybe Laurel is in a safe place that Xavier isn't allowed or to that extent. So he needs someone that Laura would trust in a sense. Yeah. I want to not to uh, skip ahead whatsoever, but I just want to ask you, do you at this point, we talk about this a little bit every week. Do you quote unquote trust Laurel or do you not? Uh, or a better question is, uh, and this is like slightly serious, but I don't mean it that serious, but like, do you think Laurel is evil or do you think she's not evil? I just want to know that. I think that she is a villain with a good heart. Yeah. And I think that she's been pretty consistent with being selfish and thinking about her own self, but she has a heart. I'm also talking about like, do we think Laurel could be like behind some stuff? Do we think she could just be like hidden? I had a theory. I had a theory because even when he said Laurel's name, when Frank said Laurel's name in the hospital, I was like, Laurel beat him up. That was her first reaction. I just knew. Which which makes it easy for me to believe that Laurel could be the one. I don't know the gang leader of it all. I don't put it past her. And Xavier even said to Frank, what you forget is that Laurel is always a few steps ahead of us. So I don't put it past her. I mean, I hope not. Yeah. Because then she misled us all, which would be great show-wise, but heartbreaking. I mean, we started to get an inkling probably toward the end of last season. Once this weird stuff is happening with her mom. But moral of the story is Xavier is literally torturing Frank because Frank won't help him find Laurel. So my, my question more than anything is like, why is he just choosing Frank to do this? His family is the... I mean, I guess we don't technically know what's happening with the company at this point after everything went down with C&G, but, like, why is why is he torturing Frank to the point of electrocution just to get him to help him find Laurel? Like, he wants to find his sister, but is there another... Could there be another, another motive behind it? Why is he choosing Frank? Why is it, like, Frank is the only person who can help us? In the chat, we have a lot of... Laurel still trusts Frank. Frank is the only one that can find her. And these are things that we discussed right. when we were still watching the show. Like every time we had a commercial, we were like, okay, wait, pause. We need to right. we need to <laughs> we need to assess the situation. Um so I, I mean, I just hope we find that out. So it's so basically we think Xavier is doing this to Frank or chooses Frank in this way because he wants to know or he knows that Frank like has this way of finding people. Obviously he does. He does, but or maybe, may, 
and and I think I may have saw this in the chat somewhere uh, from Derek. He said maybe he knows where Laurel is and he's trying to keep Frank's mouth shut by hurting him, by acting like he wants to help when in fact he wants to see what he knows. So your your thought, Derek, got me to thinking and I feel like Xavier actually doesn't want Frank looking for Laurel. Yeah. And the reason he acted like he did and beat him to the point of Frank would say yes is so that he can stop Frank from looking from Laurel, which kind of worked because now Frank is in a hospital confessing his love for Bonnie. Right. <laughs> Bonnie, I love you. We literally gagged. I don't know if I, any I, of you in the chat were here for that moment, but April and I looked at each other and we were like, barf. It's Y'all know we don't have a lot of love for that situation. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, this is so random. But I think I also thought that because of all of these other, like, lovey situations happening in the episode tonight that seemed a little random to me. But, like, you'll say anything when you've just been electrocuted and you're waking up from surgery and you're coughing up blood. And then, like, this person is there to help you. Bonnie is always there for him. And going after Laurel has gotten Frank hurt in many, many ways. But, like, I'm like, oh, are y'all trying to make us... You know, there are a lot of situations that we've asked to be tied up. Right. Because this is the last season. But they opened this one back up over the past two episodes. Like, right. when they got into the argument about Laura. Oh, you love her more than me. Or he lives with me. Like, you know, I'm your friend. Whatever. That's It's just nasty. Like, y'all are brother-sister almost. It's nasty. It makes me think, though. Well, true. But it makes me think that they're not gonna... We're really not gonna see much more of Laurel this season. Well, because she- of how they're handling it, I guess. That means our news and gossip was probably right. She left the show to go film something else. Maybe. We'll see. (laughs) Um, But I guess I just, I mean, like you said, what Derek said in chat, there has to be, you don't just torture someone to, like, help you find your sister. That's not going to get somebody to say yes to help you. Like, you offer them a whole lot of money. Guess what? You're a kajillionaire. You don't, like you don't electrocute them and hit and hit them in the abdomen with a huge board. But for a person like Frank, no amount of money would stop him from looking for Laurel. Right. So we think that, or I guess we think multiple things, but possibly he's doing this to get Frank to actually stop looking. Like I think so. Trying to come off as the good brother. I That's what I gathered from this episode. Why does Frank not want to help Xavier? Like why, if, if he thinks Xavier is genuinely like, I need to find my sister. Why would he not? Because want to help he doesn't him? think that Xavier is genuinely like I need to find my sister. Right, but that's why. But even still, like if it's another person behind you trying to help her, why not? Because he doesn't know Xavier's motives. Like, would yeah. you trust Xavier if Xavier tasered you, then had you on a chair and said, "I need your help," and I'm gonna beat you until you say yeah? Right. How no, I'm not saying yeah because I don't know what I'm signing my life away to. And especially with everything that Laurel said about him, it's not like. I mean, why would he ever trust him? I guess it's just like you're both after the same thing, but obviously he thinks Xavier is after it for the wrong reason. I like, but I'm I, like, what can Laurel do at this point? It just doesn't make sense. Okay, wait. While we're talking about Frank and yeah. and um, Xavier, yeah, the whole video of Laurel that's not Laurel that we right. thought was Laurel, his assistant. What? And I was like, Frank, you're smarter than that. Come on, how you're did, smarter than that? How do we not know? I, well, I assumed whenever they showed us and they just showed the back of her head, I'm like, okay, that could be me getting into that cab. Like, you can, and that's even when we saw that at first, I was like, Frank is going to trust that this is her. But more so, what's important about, I feel like it's more important that it wasn't Laurel 
than what was actually in the safety deposit box that Xavier took out. True. First of all, why, why did you send your assistant to go get it? You you literally lured Frank here, which is why I don't feel like we can trust Xavier, which is why. Because right. he knew that Frank would think that that was Laurel. But my thing is now I'm looking at Oliver sideways because, Oliver, you're supposed to be the super hacker who hacked into the footage, who saw Laurel get into the cab. So why did the video stop and not show the person turn their head? That's the best point you could ever possibly make about this. Thank you. You, you didn't watch it for... 30 more seconds. Not even 30 more like seconds. Like, you didn't hack the video. Exactly, exactly. I'd see her turn her head. Thank, thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here. I'll be here for the, you uh, know, be here next night. 30 minutes. <laughs> um, but I'm like, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, all dumbest thing I've ever seen. That's insane. But why, how did Xavier know about the safety deposit box? We don't know that. Because Laura probably said something. I, I don't know. He just knew about it. But... What comes out of it is that Wes's confession was in there, where mm-hmm. he confessed everything about Sam. He confessed... Uh, Which we knew. Everything we, that yeah. Frank did. Well, I, we didn't technically know that that's what was in there, but we knew that that's what was in there. But Frank says, okay, go to the FBI. Do you think he's actually not going to the FBI because he wants to find Laurel for like an ulterior motive? I guess I'm just like, what could keep him... What's making him do this? What's making Question him- for you. Do you miss Laurel? No. Nah. Ooh, I mean, I'm getting killed for that. <laughs> it was a gut reaction. I'm sorry, but I, I no. I, do you miss Laurel? I miss Christopher. I want to know I what happened to the baby, yeah. and I kind of want the storyline to be tied up. So I think that them beating Frank to this capacity and just drying out the Castillos, like Jorge is locked up somewhere. We Xavier just needs to die. He needs to be the one to die, and we just need to let the whole Castillo family go. Right. That's my opinion about I, them. Like, okay, do I love Laurel as a character? Absolutely, but I'm not necessarily missing her presence on the show right now and she's an amazing actress as well mm-hmm. but i mean maybe that just shows that they're doing it well the fact that we're not like missing this gaping hole we didn't get over west leaving for like a full season at so least. still apparently there is someone in the chat who oh. is obsessed with west okay. and says that laura is off banging west right now and you know our fans our fans <laughs> who are here every week like black magic 99 <laughs> is over it he's literally saying west is dead so i think everyone needs to get on the same page I, it is confirmed that west is dead. west is dead west is dead laurel we don't know also didn't yeah. the showrunner confirm it as well. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Like he's dead dead. Like there's he's no dead. coming back. But no, you're right. I, I guess I'm just like, what is the what's the reason? I mean, Laurel is his sister, but what's the reason why he's like, we have to find her so much if he's if he's just evil? A little mix in a chat. Um, majority of people saying, no, they don't really miss her. We have some yes and no's, but we have Laurel Wright who says she does miss her. So yeah. we just, I feel like we just need that storyline to be tied up. We need more information. Yeah. But we know we're not going to get that for a really long time. It just needs to be good. Exactly. It, it just needs to be, needs to be real You don't give up good. Wes's confession and say you have this. And how how easily Frank was like, take it to the FBI. Right. Uh, something's going on. So I want to know that. Something deeper. We'll see. I don't know. Um, before we move on to our next topic, I just want to thank y'all so much for making us the ESPN of TV talk. We all love doing After Buzz for ourselves and for y'all so much. If you are watching um, in chat right now, listening on any sort of platform, make sure to give us five stars, thumbs up. After Buzz means so much to us, and we are just very thankful to be a part of the After Buzz family. Yes, we are. Oh, yes. Especially going from all the seasons of How to Get Away with Murder. I know. 
I don't think we actually stopped and talked about like April's and I's friendship developed from this show. Literally, we're actual friends. Like in we're real actual life. friends in real life now because of this show and oh because gosh, of you guys. Th- that was actually kind of cheer. Okay, let's not talk about let's- it. But thank you guys. Like, comment, <laughs> and subscribe. Elena and I don't cry, so the fact that both it's of us annoying were just like, actually. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> anyway, um, I want to talk about Michaela and the whole situation with her. Papa. Solomon. Solomon. Whew. I want to, I feel like I was going to mention this last, but I want to just say it first. The scene at the end of the episode where Annalise calls Solomon and is like, time to pay up. Yeah. What could that possibly be about? I think it, I think it goes down to, so Solomon answered a few questions for us yeah. on tonight. And that was, yes, he has been tracking Michaela throughout her life. And he reached out to Annalise mm-hmm. and said, She's going to be her. she's going to be going here. Look out for her. Right. And Annalise probably was like, well, if I'm going to look out for her, then you're going to need to look out for me. And it may have something to do with the case with the dude who died in jail right. and Michaela's birth mom. Right. So I think there's going to be more to that story that we'll figure out. But I'm pretty sure it, it all comes down to Annalise looking out for Michaela, bringing Michaela under her wing, like. And that's that being an IOU. It just doesn't seem like an Annalise move to be like, pay me to look after your daughter. Well, it's I don't think it was a pay me kind of thing, which is yeah. why she never got paid. Yeah. I think it was, okay, well if I do this for you, just know because he's a he's a, he's a, he's he has power. Right, exactly. Like and Annalise is smart. So she's always gonna try to build those relationships so that she has those cards to pull. Mm-hmm. So I think it was a power move for her. And now she's like, My bank my bank account's empty, I need something. Basically. I don't know. But I liked the scenes that we were getting between. I don't want us to leave out this point, and I know we jumped off the Frank topic, but Frank saying that Annalise helped Laurel get away. And I'm only bringing that up because we're talking about the whole reason Annalise called Solomon for the money is because of the theory that that Xavier said, oh, Laurel paid off Annalise to help them get away. Right. And then she calls, and her bank account is empty. Which is why she needs the money from Solomon. And I told y'all, the entire panel, I said, that money is dirty. Because why does she need a code? Well, I, why would you ever have anything in like a, an offshore bank account? It, if it's not legal, that's when you have it in an offshore bank account. If there's something behind it, you don't put your bonus from C&G in a, an I mean, offshore. maybe you didn't want it to be taxed, but like chances are C&G is going to keep good records of that. So it doesn't matter. It's going to go in your account anyway. So why are you, you saying that you believe that... Ugh. And uh, Laurel paid off Annalise to get away? I don't know. I don't know either, but I think it's a good possibility. Cause, I think so, too. Because she's so scared that she called to see what the account balance was. Yeah. So Laura and Xavier have to be working together. Like, they but have like, to be working together. How, okay, the only thing is how, in that amount of time that they were discovered the bank account, how would anyone have known that, meaning Xavier or Laurel, have known that, okay, now this bank account is discovered, so let's empty it out. Because Xavier revealed it to Frank, yeah. sent him to the front door so that he can go to the hospital. But Xavier learned it. We watched him get a document. I think that might have been planted. Maybe. But I, th- I think he genuinely didn't know, but that could be because Laurel did it. Exactly. And he literally had no idea. So we have a theory that Laurel may or may not have paid off Annalise to get away. And Annalise has this $208,000 and she transferred some of it. Mm-hmm. And then she calls and she has two seventeen, which makes her call Solomon. Right. And wow. Major point. I think what actually is the case, and tell me if you agree or disagree, is that Annalise was like, 
she obviously has a lot of love for Laurel mm-hmm. because of Wes. She has even more love for Christopher because of Wes. Right. And so I think with everything going on, especially with Annalise's state of mind at this time and in the past few episodes where she's like, you got to like, I have to protect myself. Why am I doing this, this, this right. for these people? I think she was like, could be like, you need to get away. You need to do this. I don't think she would have asked for money, but I think Laurel was probably like, let me, let me pay help you. you. Let yeah. me do this because I have this. So why not? Okay. So speaking of asking for money, Michaela gets the blank check from Solomon. Right. After him abandoning her, like, honestly, I was here for her and him. I, I was here for the entire scene between the two of them. I was too. I didn't like that she asked him for for money. I mean, I did. I thought it seemed a little random. It did, but she had a point. Like, she was getting annoyed at the fact that they were talking, and he was like, oh, let me make you my business partner, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then it was like, another call, another call. You can't even say, I'm occupied right now. And then you, fi- we finally have the chance to have a conversation, and you say, let me make you my business partner? Mm-hmm. Do you want to get to know me? Do you but have- I think that's what she... I think that like means more to Michaela than anything because that's a long term thing. Obviously, we see at the end of the episode where she says, "You know, I wanted a father." You were right in this like fake conversation to Gabriel, but I think that means more to me, especially after she explained to him like you left me in this situation with these parents and this, 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 and we'll talk about that conversation. But on this, I'm like, he said he agrees to give her four percent of a long term business deal. The Michaela that I know. That would mean more to her than anything. It would, but you like, and it does obviously because she negotiated her behind off for that four percent, right? which was super boss. She's like ten, but it's the fact that it's coming from a man who knew you existed, who fathered you, yeah, and wasn't there. But I, I guess my thing is that when he asked, you know, he's over and over again saying it was his, it's his biggest regret of his life. Okay, this is, you know, one, two, three conversations. They met, let's say, 24 hours ago. Uh They're having these conversations. So she's not going to just believe that. But why? I just thought it was a little random. He's like, what am I going to do that's going to make you trust me? Why would him giving her money make her trust him? Because I think he's he's letting down the wall wall of saying, there is no amount that you could say that would scare me. And I want you to have the power. So you tell me what you need. To feel better about this so that we can start moving forward. You think that's why she asked him that for money? No, I think she asked him for money because she thought it was, she she wanted she was looking out for herself. Not that she thought it would hurt because it wouldn't hurt him. Obviously, he gave her a blank check. And I'm right. like, yo, can you be my long lost father? One of my most favorite movies is blank check. <laughs> I'm like, yo. Right? Um, so, I, I mean. I think it was that it when you know, because everyone... W- Think about, like, all the millions of movies and stories you've heard about a child finding their lost parent, whatever, and they're only there for money. I think for Michaela, it was more of a, like, this is one of the most uncomfortable or, you know, worst things that I could ask you. Like, just give me some money. Right. And I think she wanted to see how he reacted to that. Because he could have very easily been like, oh, this is why you're here, whatever. Right. But he, to me, in a shocker move, was like... Okay, and then even more so, obviously, giving her the blank check. Do you, it's not like he has a... Well, I don't know how much money he has. Do but. you believe his story about it being his biggest regret and just, you know, wanting to be there and following her and not really knowing that she, her mom was pregnant until the... You know, do right. you believe his story? At first, I didn't. Mm-hmm. But then when we had the scene with Connor and Michaela laying in bed and he was like, wasn't your dad, like, our Same age. age when this happened? Yeah. And she was like, 
whatever. That, I think they showed us that for a reason. Because even I, as soon as Connor said that, I was like, Michaela probably would do the same thing. Maybe not a totally abandon this, this child, whatever. But I don't know if, I mean, there is no, it's very convenient, everything that he's saying. There's uh-huh. no way to prove that her mom said, I want you to stay away. And why would her mom have said stay away? Was he a bad guy at that time? What was going on? It's, you know, it was a one night stand situation and he tells her that, but like, I feel like you don't just automatically be like, bye, I stay away. We did it this one time. This is happening. I don't ever want to see you again. Yeah. So that's a little convenient, but the rest, I feel like I, I, I believe. Yes. Do you believe it? To some extent. I feel like he could have done more. Yeah. And I, and, and maybe it's me having my own abandonment issues. I'm like, I don't, I don't care what you say, like how young you are. Like you kind of know you know the lasting effect that you'll have on something and you right. chose yourself over me. Right. So, And you're probably going to keep doing that. Maybe you've grown, maybe you've matured. So I get both sides of it. Like, Same. I understand that he was their age and he was looking out for himself. I also understand how Michaela feels. Yeah. Um, Olivia in the chat room says, Michaela took the easy way out. Uh, Black Magic said she wanted him to suffer, though, which I, I mean, yeah, I don't blame sure. her. But then she had that, I guess moment of realization right um and then cassidy love 78 says he knew he had to give her the check because if he didn't his career was on the line which is interesting that was another point that i wanted to bring up do we think that he could maybe be moving forward with this relationship with michaela but just to save face because if she Possibly. comes out and is like, I'm his child, he did all of this stuff, excuse the he, marker on my hand. He knew <laughs> that I <laughs> he knew that I was uh I existed, he this he, And he didn't do anything. Yeah. That's a good point. It's possible. He's setting up this whole women's fund that he wants her to help choose I forget if it's a donor or whatever it is. She's helping him choose this. He's paying her on the back end. So if she came out, it would ruin. It would. It would. It would it dirty would his him. face. Yeah. I don't know that it would ruin him, but it would change a lot of things for him. So that's a good point. He could be doing it. I mean, he is. You don't get to the level that he is at, mm-hmm. seemingly anyway, without, you know, muddying a few waters. I mean, I'm just curious to know what else comes out about him. We did have a prediction. It's it's somewhere in the chat that okay. said maybe Annalise asking Solomon to pay up was her way of getting representation in some kind of capacity because everyone's looking for her. She needed some some kind of security mm. or some kind of backing, which could also be a thing. Yeah. The Solomon that answered the Annalise phone call was a very different Solomon than we saw with Michaela. Yeah. Obviously, you have a friend, maybe something happened in the past, who knows, versus a daughter, so that's different right there. But, the like, he was like, oh, what's up? <laughs> was like, okay. Like, as if they were talking constantly. Right. Which, okay, so who also switched up? Michaela kind of switched up when it came to Asher today. Mm. But Gabriel, Gabriel and Michaela, she said that Gabriel chose Solomon over her. Yeah. Do you feel like that's a valid way of looking at it? No, but then she says... She just said it in the wrong way, I feel like. When she is speaking to him and she's like, I'm mad because you were you were right. Da, 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 da. But no, Gabriel choosing Solomon, no, he didn't actually choose Solomon over her. He was just like, hey, you're, maybe you're being a little crazy right now. But uh-huh. said it in a much better way than that. Right. But I just think she is feeling some kind of way about Asher and Gabriel's kind of off her mind at this point, which doesn't make sense as to why she would have done what she did at the end of the episode with Gabriel. With Gabriel. I was so confused by that because Michaela's actions made it seem like she had a a moment of realization. Yeah. Of realizing that Asher is kind of always in her corner or always has her back, Mm -hmm. which is why she was knocking on his door. Right. 
So then for her to be like, oh, you were right, Gabriel, and hug up with him or whatever, I was like, ah. But what reason does she have to do that? Like, if she was like, I'm ending things with Gabriel, if she actually felt that way, then what reason does she have to, like, pretend and not say something in that moment? Because it'd be awkward. And she hasn't had a conversation with Asher, so she probably doesn't even know if Asher wants her and at this point. And not one to give up somebody without knowing that she has another. She needs to, she likes to be in a relationship. Yeah. And I think what inspired that is her conversation with her dad. Yeah. And wanting, you know, to have that family or to have that backup. Which she also provided for Asher. Yeah. This episode. She did. And like in the scene with his sister, what do you think about this whole scenario? So jump into Asher and Chloe. Jump into Asher and Chloe. Chloe is a little annoying. I just am like, where is this going? Is all of this, you're showing us all of this with his sister. You're introducing us to this new character. Not brand new. Obviously, we've known that he has a sister and his mom and everything. But... Is this all just so that we see Michaela realize that Asher is the one for her? Like, she realizes it, but he's gone because he's gone to help his mother, who his sister thinks is going to commit suicide. So, like, what's the point of giving us the story? I mean, we we really, it, it, I think it just comes down to tying up Asher's story. Because what are we we were asking, what about his family? Like, he kept saying he didn't have any family, but we yeah. knew that his sister and his mom was alive. We knew that, you know, Chloe and his mom was out there. And, and when Chloe first came, I can say that I didn't believe her about mom yeah. being suicidal yeah. until the end scene with Asher and his mom. And, ooh, and, and she's in a bad way. The way that she broke down, I was like, okay, I'm happy that Chloe stayed on him yeah. the way that she did to get him there. But also just reversing back, Regardless of the point, the way that Chloe was doing it was a bit, it was just annoying. And I get that her and Asher had an estranged relationship, yeah. but also I'm very proud of Michaela for standing up for Asher, even if it's just as a friend. Whenever she said that, so we, or specifically Elena and I, have never been major fans or haven't been for a while of the Michaela and Asher relationship. Right. But in that moment, and I felt like this was such an off the cuff conversation when she's like, do you even know his favorite this, 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 Rocky Road, whatever, Super Bowl is his favorite holiday? I was like, oh, she has some kind of thing for him. Uh-huh. Not, I mean that, like, much deeper than just some kind of thing. Right. And I think that that's why I say, like, is that the whole purpose of showing us this? Because, like, okay, you needed his sister who's a little less than pleasant, obviously, to give us this rebuttal. But then his sister at the same time is like, you can't just not trust her. You can't, you can't trust any of these people. Right. So, like... I don't know. I mean, I feel I feel like we can trust them because we know what they've gone through. So even yeah. though his sister feels like that, she has a right to feel like it's sketchy because yeah. they're murderers and they're criminals. So that's what she's probably sensing. However, your brother is too. Right. Like he's not exempt. So whatever gut feeling you feel about them, you feel about him and you don't even realize it. And, but, but she does. Like she brought up the dirtiest situation you could bring up. Like, by the way... Oh, Mom the, is the one that fixed this thing for Tiffany, the Tiffany, the Tiffany situation. situation. And uh. he's like, you think I raped this girl? I mean, like, you're you're going low. But I think she obviously knew that she needed to say something. But I don't think that's what actually got him to go. If anything, I'm like, that would give me, I would think, like, you're using me. You're using the situation against me. Yeah. But it's interesting. Like, she doesn't believe any of the corrupt things about their family. She thinks they're absolutely, totally made up. Which is a little naive. So, right. maybe this whole ordeal with the K4, K5 for Asher just helped him be a little more grounded. Because you know he's silly. Yeah. So maybe this is, like, helping him be a little bit more balanced in life. Right. Experience. You know who else is... Ooh, Ooh, silly, silly, silly tonight. 
Tegan? Tegan. Cora. She was all over and the Nate. place. Oh, and Nate is so trash. If he tries to hook up with Cora, that's what he If he does tries best. to if Nate if Nate tries to hook up with Cora this season, y'all, I'm going to be so pissed. That's what he does best. He like he knows he Okay, you act like if he walked up to you and was like, "Can I help you with that?" You wouldn't I mean, he do got that back that we love. He, so. Exactly. So Ugh. we talk a lot of smack, but we would be right I feel right like there we should have taken the picture of Nate's back to be her third panelist for <laughs> tonight. Know. We're like, all right, they're missing. His but muscles are here. just attractive. Even through that leather jacket. Anyway. But he is, all, <laughs> Nate is all still on the. Tegan, Tegan is, is doing this. Working Tegan with the is FBI, doing this. Yeah. And I don't I mean, obviously they're gonna keep on showing us this for a reason. Um he does also reveal we know we have this informant, but he does reveal tonight <laughs> that the FBI has been coming after him. I so hate, do you, what? I hate Laura right in the chat room right now. Nate is trying to lay the pole. Oh, Why does she God. say pole? First of all, also let me just tell we, y'all you know what that means. April and I are very childish because when we were watching yeah. the show and and Connor and and Oliver's threesome person was still there, and he said, yeah. "Well, you know, I have strong hands," and we like gasped the same way she just did. Literally, actually, like <gasps> we were, like, we can't handle it. She corrected it to lay the pipe. Anyway, so Nate is trying to do that, and but he revealed to Annalise tonight that he that the FBI has been coming after him mm-hmm. to get them to get him to work against her. So well, do Bonnie we forced think, him to. She did, but do we think this rules Nate out as the informant? Because we know that an informant is working with the FBI, but technically we don't know who it is. I don't think that Nate is doing it. I think he's been considering it, Yeah, but I don't think that it's him. But does it rule him out, the fact that he told Annalise that the FBI has been coming after him? No one's ever ruled out. I also think that he they could be considering him as the informant because he is talking to him, but he right. hasn't given them anything yet. Right. So maybe. It's possible. That's what I'm saying. Nothing is ever ruled out. I just don't think that it's him. Right. They can make a twist and make it come back and think that it's him, but I don't. Agreed. Um, but obviously he still thinks Tegan is up to something, but she is up to nothing but missing her ex-wife. And it's another, why do you think they're showing us this? Because I found, we met Cora or learned of Cora last episode, two episodes ago, whatever. Um, and I was just like, this is a little random. It was random. Yeah. And, and I mean, everyone in the chat also agreed with that when we brought it up. Yeah. It was a little random. And I think it's to give Tegan some kind of credibility because if Tegan didn't have a life outside of this, like this episode, she was far removed from Annalise and the FBI and the right. K4. It was literally her focused on Cora. So why did they do that? To try and mix us up. Maybe. Maybe. It could be that or it could be to clear her name, which they never really do that Right. Clearly. But they make her seem more human. Like right. She's crying over this woman. She's the one sitting there saying, like, I miss you. I have feelings for you. And then literally gets shut down like a savage. I wrote in my notes, Cora is a savage and I'm here for it. Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, so straight faced. But remember, I also said, I thought that Annalise, uh, not Annalise, I thought that Tegan was faking it when she was crying out to Annalise. I thought yeah. that maybe she wasn't really drunk and it's possible that she could be working for the FBI. It's because the show makes me paranoid and I yeah. don't know who to trust. But she, like, meant... I actually loved that scene between the two of them where she's like, I admire you, you're messy, you're honest, you're all out there, but you're still this kind of person. And I was like, dang, Annalise didn't even say me too. And she was like, let me nothing. go get you some food. She was like, mm, let me get some food for that... For your hang, for whatever, for the the what's whiskey, whatever yeah, she was drinking, gin, I think. I think that what I did love about that yeah. scene between the two of them is Tegan saying, 
I got drunk off scotch mm. before I got here because of your sobriety. She's like, I, I didn't want a bunch of shots. I didn't want to mess with your sobriety, and right. I think that that showed friendship. Yeah. I, maybe they're real friends, but no, the show doesn't give us something like this that's literally, like, I can appreciate it. I liked seeing the side of T, and I liked seeing her a little more vulnerable, but still, like, you know, she, when it came down to it in the end, she was stone cold. She was like, bye. She good, because good you. Because she needed closure. Right. She thought that Cora fell in love with this guy, Patrick, which... Cora revealed wasn't true. Right. And Cora did the worst thing that you can do. I didn't like you. I was no longer in love with you. And I just tried to use him and blame it on him. So Tegan carried this hate for Patrick and this anger, right. thinking that this dude stole her woman. And that's not the case. So once she got that closure, like, obviously, she's still hurt. But she's like, okay, now that I know the truth, bye. Lesson learned. Don't waste your energy on someone that doesn't deserve it. Because Period. Tegan's wasted all these years now worrying, worrying about, about Cora. Patrick. And Cora was like... Oh, that's sweet. Bye. She was like, it wasn't even about him. Yeah. But now Cora's about to get played by Nate. Woo, Chile. So maybe we're okay with that. Um, before we move into our special segment, I do want to briefly touch on the Connor and Oliver thing. They can't trust each other now because of Oliver revealing that Nate, or not Nate, that Frank came to him about the Laurel situation. Everybody's mad at him. I think that's a deeper issue. I, I don't think it has anything to do with that. I mean, they're going to try to blame it and say, oh, Oliver, it's your fault. You should have told us about Frank. Right. At the end of the day, it wasn't Laurel. No. And how many of y'all keep secrets from each other? Exactly. Like, I don't, I think they're making it a bigger deal than it should be. Well, I think that, you know, we asked a lot last week. We're like, this threesome scene seemed a little kind of random. Everyone in the comments on YouTube and on other outlets, they were like, it's because they're trying to show us, like, a happy time before things get bad with them. Mm -hmm. So I think that they're already building up to that. It's like you you didn't tell me I'm your husband and now I mean I think look same what's now. same way with Annalise and Gabriel and the tapes. Yeah. I, I I think that the the underlying theme is kind of the same. Yeah. Um so I'm actually I'm excited for next week. Like I, I was a little bummed that we're gonna have a show on Halloween. I know. But I'm looking forward to it. And we're gonna dress up for y'all. So that means so wherever like, you are, because you can watch this show or listen to it on your handheld devices, we want you tuned in and in the chat room. Oh yes. Um Annalise and Gabriel did have that sweet little moment where she's like, I did this because I, d- I was lonely and I didn't want to admit that I was gay and yada yada yada. And I think she is doing this for a reason to get him. We'll talk about that in predictions. Okay, well, let's move into our special segment. Yes, you got our special segment for us. I'm excited for tonight's special segment. Elena's got us. So we're going to go... Ooh, look at that music now. This is in honor of TJ. Yeah. We're going to move into our Keating's Best special segment, and if you're you tuning in... CJ. <laughs> oh, Ew! Oh, she didn't do it like that. She okay. did, she did. We're moving into Keating's Best, CJ's Keating's Best special <laughs> segment. Um, and if you're tuning in for the first time, that's where you pick someone on the show that you feel like just delivered their A-game, was the best of the best of the entire cast. Oh, yeah. And you you let us know who that is. Mm-hmm. So, April, who is your Keating's like, Best for... You want to say yours first? No. No, um, I don't. My Keating's Best is probably... Frank is my Keating's best for tonight because dude got beat in the abdomen with a board, electrocuted, and he still is alive and manages to... 
So, like, he revealed a lot of stuff to us tonight. He's yeah. the reason why we got a lot of information that we wouldn't have gotten otherwise. So, Frank is my Keating's best for tonight. My Keating's best is kind of split 50-50. It's going to be Michaela just for how she handled the Solomon situation with her dad. Yeah. But also Bonnie because we rag on Bonnie a bit, but she literally is always holding everyone down. Yeah. Um. So she I does feel whatever she can. She does whatever she can. So let us know who your Keating's best is. Leave a comment now. I have a few people in the chat who are who's already saying that it's Michaela. Um, no matter when you listen to the show, we want to know who your Keating's best is so we can Absolutely. dive into the best of the best. Oh, yes. Let's go ahead and move into some news and gossip. Oh, what you got? Okay, well, you know, not a stranger of the show, Rome Flynn was a guest on How to Get Away with Murder Love After him. Show last season. And believe it or not, tomorrow he is dropping a brand new song. He has an EP coming out. Rome Flynn is um, a singer. I know. Like, he does music, and I think he mentioned that before. Yeah. But, like, it's real. And he has this entire project coming out, and you can follow him on social media. You'll see his handle there for Instagram, Rome Flynn. He says he want to see if the... And on his on the quote for the picture, he says, I want to see if the love is real or not. If you ever slid into my DM, called me your man, or just want to see me win, click the link in his bio. No, he did! I feel like he's calling out Jamie. If y'all oh, watch the show, you know that this is Jamie's dude. So I feel like he's like, hey, Miss Jamie Gray. Right? <laughs> Stream better, my song on all platforms. <laughs> Sometimes I click on one of his pictures and it's like Jamie's coming with like heart, like, heart, heart. Right. I'm like, oh, it's sh- so cute. But also kudos to him because he doesn't have a label and yet he's still pushing this project. And I just wish it well. And tomorrow Same. I'm going to take a good listen to it. And on a lighter note, um, recently Viola took her daughter off to a philanthropy event. Mm-hmm. Um, her, her daughter's name is Genesis. And Genesis so happens to be in love with Billy uh, Billy Eilish. I'm like, uh, can't talk. Um, and her daughter like obsessed over it and was like singing the songs. And 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 um, I was gonna say Annalise Viola Davis got the opportunity to take her backstage so that Genesis could meet her, and she like freaked out over it. That's have so you cute. ever freaked out over a celebrity or do you have a celebrity that you would freak out over? Will Ferrell. And I did freak out over him. Ew! We were in an elevator. My all-time favorite movie is Anchorman. We were in an elevator together. He talked about his, he caught his, he literally was like, oh yeah, my Drew Fro is really crazy. And I was like, oh my God, you just said that. So it was so cute to see uh, Genesis have this moment with someone that she admired and looked up to and and supported her music. So we want to know in the comments if you have anyone, any star, any celebrity that you would freak out over, that you would lose your mind over, just like Genesis, let us know. Leave a comment about it. Who's yours? I actually am not starstruck kind of person. I'm not either. So I, I, don't. I did get starstruck over Will, Will Ferrell. I'll say that. <laughs> um, okay, let's do some predictions. All right. Predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Gosh, what do you think? Um, just to keep it super sweet, I think that it's possible that Frank may die. Okay. I concur. Keep it super sweet. Yeah. Frank I, is dead. Frank is dead. <laughs> I think he's done what he was supposed to do. Yeah. And... I think that the fact that they gave us this Frank Bonnie moment of him being like, you're the one that's always been there for me, yada, yada, yada. I don't think they're, they're going to give us a happy ending. It's going to be like, that's everything that Bonnie's wanted to hear. And then he dies. And then he dies. Bonnie has very uh, little, actually zero luck in love, which I used to say I wanted something for her, but I, I don't necessarily want that. But... I think Frank is dead also. So that that's that's my prediction. I mean, the show gave us so much today that we could run in so many directions. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to jump off of Derek from the chats. 
he he gave a, like a, a prediction earlier saying that the deal between Annalise and Solomon may be a little bit more than monetary. Mm-hmm. So I'll throw that in there too. I think there's more to their relationship that hasn't yet been unveiled. I mean, just the the vibe of the conversation when he answered the phone, you can tell there's something more. I feel like there's got to be. Um, we have people in the chat saying that either Asher or Gabriel is dead because it's in their apartment. Earlier, I saw someone predict that maybe Asher is the informant. Um, his sister did say he has puppy sa- puppy eyes and he looks sad. So who knows? And she made a point to be like, you can't trust any of these people. You can't trust any of out. these people figured out. So we'll have to see. I agree. I think that so much to uh, there's a lot to happen but we have a lot more of the season I feel like I'm gonna have to process these thoughts throughout the week and then I'll have a clearer prediction that's why we love reading what y'all say in our comments because this is a conversation that we like having with y'all throughout the week and then we go back and I'm like oh Elena commented now I have to too (laughs) and that's literally what we do Uh, thank y'all so much for joining us again tonight Uh, love having y'all in chat love to have y'all watching with us of course um, until next week, y'all can find me everywhere at April with some hands. And you can follow me on all social platforms at hey underscore it's lay. See you on Until Halloween. next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to Our dress founder, up. Kevin Undergaro and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.